the five. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Yeah, okay. You know, what are you doing? Thank you, dummies. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Amp Radio, brought to you as ever by the Amp Radio Network. We are coming live and direct to your ear holes from the international studios <laughs> of Amp Radio. That's right, Brantford, Ontario, where we're, half the city is actually out of power right now. So that's fun. Yay for us. Um, but we are coming at you tonight to not only do smack my picks up for UFC Fight Night 154, uh, Mykano versus the Korean Zombie, but we are also going to cover Bellator London, which goes down, of course, on the same night as UFC June 22nd, 2019. Um, the Bellator card is coming at us from the SSE Arena, Wembley, UK, London, UK. And, of course, uh, we are coming at you live and direct on ESPN Plus and ESPN2 with the UFC card. Uh, also on June 22nd at the Bon... Yeah, sure. Uh, we're coming from you, from you, <laughs> to you live and direct from Greenville, South Carolina, in um, the Bond Surus Wellness Arena. Wow, that's a mouthful and a half. Creepers, creepers. Um, and of course, Pammy, I'm sure, uh, as we've noted on the show before, you were quite disappointed with this card because you wanted to go. But we'll get into that a bit later. Uh, I hadn't introduced you yet, so I might as well go ahead and get into that now. Let's bring in the usual cast of characters because I am having the pleasure of being joined by them tonight. DJ Tony, let's go to the first lady of AMP Radio. It's Pam from North Carolina. Snap out of it! Hi guys, and, and happy belated water to see. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, I hope everyone yeah, don't even get have me a great started Father's about this Day. Card. Yeah, we, we would be on, I've got uh, Larone coming into town tomorrow, and we're actually going to make a road trip uh, to South Carolina, and we decided, you know what, it's not worth the five-hour drive, and, you know, the hotel room and the tickets, so I am cooking up a feast, and I may be having a special guest at my house, but I won't let y'all know till next week, uh, and then plus I'm going to Vegas in uh, two weeks from tomorrow, so that's extra spending money for me. Right on, right on, right on. Anyways, Pammy, we got to get to the rest of the uh, the hosts on the line right now. So let's go ahead and throw to the original B-Boy himself from the Amp, original AMP Studios in Danville, California. It's the boss man himself. It's Tony time. Let's do it. Hey, DJ! Tony! The original AMP Studios were in Damondale, California, then... We went to San Beezy, the San Bruno, California. Now we're in, gosh, our third home, Proteus, Danville, California. So how about that? And shout out, of course, I'm going to give it right now because we won't have time. Shout out to Ariana Lipsky. And DJ Tony, I knew you were not going to let me get away with saying the original home of Amp Studios. So I do apologize for saying that. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and throw it to the star of the show himself from deep in the heart of Texas. It's Marco from Waco, brother. Mm-hmm. 
from Waco, looking up at the sky, hoping no tornadoes forms here in Texas today. Whoa, 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 whoa. We are. We are. Oh. Yes, oh, yes, we I are. Wish you well. Thunderstorms coming in today and uh, possible tornadoes. So, yeah, we're, we're a little bit on, on, on alert here in Texas. Oh, well, I, I hope everybody uh, makes it out alive, brother. Uh, stay safe, okay? Oh, yeah. No worries. So far, so good. All right, all right. That's good to good. Good to know. All right, Let's guys. So, as MMA. I mentioned, Let's yes, sir. Thank you very much for giving us that drop. As I mentioned at the top, we are going to do cover two cards tonight. Of course, uh, Tony did bring up some kind of other bare-knuckle fight that's happening um, at some particular point, but I'm not going to grace that (laughs) with any kind of I'm uh, watching that. Is this weekend, really? Is that happening? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's definitely happening. And Pam's watching it, so let's just leave it at that. Is that a thing? Let's just leave it at that. Is that a thing? Is that a thing? It's a thing. It's a thing, honey. I found out what happened on the interwebs, and I, I went for the repeat on YouTube. It's exciting. All right, DJ Tony, cue the music. To the featherweight division we go. Fight Night 154, also known as Hanoto Mokano versus Chang Sung Jung. Two uh, South California or South Carolina natives. Going at it in the main event. I digress. Of course, that was a joke. Boom, boom. Um, so let's go ahead <laughs> I was and like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you, you threw me for a loop. I know that, that got me too. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Well, I was I did, looking at my notes real quick. I did hear some complaints about the, the fact that there was not a lot of South Carolina fighters on the show. Hashtag, we should have had the uh, uh, karate. What's his name? Superboy. Yeah, Superman. Yeah, but he's coming up. Exactly. He's still Wonder on uh, medical suspension, isn't he? Hot yeah, boy. I heard mm-hmm. that. Anyway, featherweight division we go. Hanalto Moikano versus Chang Sung Jum. Marco, let me give you the odds real quickly because we're getting them from five dimes tonight. Um, Moikano coming at us as a favorite. It is a minus 190. Chang Sung Jung, really? uh, the Korean zombie, yeah, at a plus 165. Marco, what, what's going on here? Do these wow. odds makers have it correct or what? Yeah, did you five minutes into the introduction to call Chang Sung Jung the Korean zombie? What's wrong with you? Nobody knows that by his name. Everybody knows he's a what's Korean zombie. With you? <laughs> Everybody knows he's a Korean freaking zombie. This is a good fight, dude. It's going to be an action fight fight. It's a five-round fight. I mean, Let's not forget that Korean Zombie was winning his fight against Jair Rodriguez until the elbow from freaking uh, the Matrix came out of nowhere and knocked him out on the last second of the fight. So, uh, Moikan is, is, is an action fighter. He's like, he's, he's on everybody's radar. I've been flipping back and forth with this fight, man. But you know what? I, I always write on that with the Korean Zombie that that is so super hard to freaking put away. I mean, like I said, it took like a miracle elbow from hell to knock him out on the last fight, and uh, he's willing to go out of his sword. I mean, he, he beat the current interim lightweight champion, Dustin Poirier, uh, uh, like ages ago, but he, he did beat him. He did show his ass. Uh, he fought for the title against, you know, Aldo, and the, the reason he lost is because his shoulder fell out of his freaking socket. 
I'm going to write up with Korean Zombie. I know, I'm not saying that Renato Mexicano is not going to win this fight. I think that he got a very good chance of winning the fight because he's, he's violence impersonating himself. But the Korean Zombie, over and over and over, have proved to me that he's never, uh, he's never, ever, ever freaking out of, out of a fight. He's, able, he's always willing to bring it. He's willing to take one to give you two. And uh, he actually got really good submission skills. He got cardio for days. And uh, he just got that grit, man, that determination. And, and he's a Korean zombie, man. Come on. He's the original Korean. We feel in love with the Korean style fighting because of the Korean zombie. So give me the Korean zombie. And I'm going to say, uh, he's not going to finish Moicano. Let's, uh, let's say that a speed decision, 48, 47, 47, 48, 48, 47, uh, with the winner by split decision, Korean zombie. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so, Pam, uh, we have mm-hmm. number five, Henalto Maikano, uh, against, as Marco so uh, chastised me for, the Korean zombie. Uh, <laughs> so, we have 13 2 and 1 on Maikano's side and 14 5 and 0 on Chan Sung Jung's side, the Korean zombie. Mm-hmm. Maikano fighting out of Brazil at 5 11, and, 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 the, and the Korean zombie uh, fighting out of South Korea at 5 7. And, and it, it, everything looks surprisingly identical. What do you got, Pammy? Okay, dokey. Um, you know, reach advantage or the reach advantage is uh, the reach is the same for both of these guys. Um, uh, Renato, I have it as Carnero, but um, he he's two inches taller. Um, but you know what? They're fighting in South Carolina. Y'all aren't down here. It is hot as balls right now. And twice as humid. I mean, sweaty balls all day long. It is hot here. This is not going five rounds. Um, Korean zombie man, Hapkido, kickboxing, taekwondo, judo, BJJ. I, I think he just has a little bit more in his arsenal than Hinato. And uh, I am going with uh, Korean zombie with the second round TKO. I, I just don't think it's going to go five yeah. rounds, personally. All right. um, it should be a good fight, though. Did you say TKO or KO? Sorry. Uh, TKO. TKO. Okay. And just so you know, it's super humid here as well, Pam. I know it's probably not as hot as it is really? down there. Uh, oh, yeah, cool. it's, uh, it's so humid here that we're going to have tornado watch. So, exactly. I was we, we, just you know going to we, say we that. Have, we have hurricane parties, so hush up. <laughs> okay. Let's not get into a contest of two. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I have boots wet. How about that? Uh, I I don't know how that's a bad thing, but all right. Okay. So I win. All right. You do win. DJ Tony, (laughs) let's move on. (laughs) What do you got going on here in the main event of USC Fight Night 154? You know what? You guys have (laughs) Tornado Watch. You have Hurricane Watch. I think I might have you all beat, guys. We have, unfortunately, earthquakes here. So, either way, I think I'd rather be in Canada. Go Raptors. Sorry. Shout out to the Raptors. My poor beloved Warriors lost. But I'll tell you what I have. Heavy, heavy, heavy heart here as I talk about the Raptors. Congrats to the Raptors. I'm I'm agreeing with Pam. I don't think this fight is going to go five rounds, guys. And I agree with Marco that I think – Chan Sung Jung. By the way, when we say, and, and Pam's right, right? Hinato's last name is Carnero, right? I don't know why we call him Moicano. That's his nickname. 
But when I think of Renato Carnero, Chang Sung Jung, I think I'm in a different country ordering some fast food somewhere because I can't pronounce any of those. But I'm going with the Korean Zombie guys. Korean Zombie third round TKO over the very promising Renato Moicano. Uh, again, it's just because that's what it's listed on the UFC as and the UFC website, DJ Tony. So that's just what I was going with. Um, can you give me that pick again? You're going with a zombie. Zombie, third round TKO. Okay. Hey, Prodios, before you make your pick, at least the Korean zombie is kind of part of South Carolina. He's from South I like it. I like it. That's the kind I of jokes Neil. you can expect on this show, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Gold. You'll be here all week. Remember to tip your waitress. I'm ahead all day, man. All day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, guys. So, um, yeah, DJ Tony, you brought up the, the a historic win by the Toronto Raptors. I wanted to go ahead and give them the the the, the credit that is due to them for making history. Uh, this is not a basketball show, but I just thought because you brought it up uh, that Enjoy I would actually say something. Still there. He's leaving you guys. He's gonna be yeah, no, you know what, man? Ouch! Ouch! No, I. I don't expect anything different. I mean, that's how sports works. We knew we knew he would be here for a year, and he won a championship with this team. So thank you very much, Kawhi Leonard. Ooh. Thank you for your service. Go to the Lakers and lose. Whatever. Um, let's move on, DJ Tony, if we can. I'm going to go ahead and, t- and make my pick. I think that it's going to be a clean sweep for the zombie on this one, unfortunately. Um I think like DJ Tony said, there's just, uh, you know, too many tools in the toolbox of the zombie. And as Marco said, he is, he is willing to throw down um, at every turn. Um, And, and and right now guys, there's no reason for me to pick against him. He's lost to the best of the best. Like you guys pointed out, you know, um, throwing out shoulder against Jose Aldo, one of the best ever, uh, you know, winning or losing in the last, few seconds of the fight. Not even two seconds, but one second. That was crazy. Right. Due to Matrix elbow. So I'm going to go with a zombie on this one. If he hasn't been in too many wars, I think that he takes Moicano down. I think it's going to be a a, a scrap. I don't ever remember a Chan Sung Jung or a Korean zombie fight being boring. So I'm going to go ahead and, and, and go with the yeah, exactly. I'm going to go with a fourth round. I'm going to go with a fourth round submission by uh, the zombie because I think this one is actually uh, going to go to the ground as the the fighters get tired, and I think Mike Kino is going to um, think that he has the he has the, the the advantage on the ground, and I just think that he's going to take it the, to the ground at the, the wrong time, and uh, Chen Sung Jung is going to twist her his ass. No, I'm just joking, uh, but that would be cool to see again. Uh, all right, guys, uh, DJ Tony, go ahead and cue that music once more, please. To the bantamweight division we go. John Lineker versus Rob Font. Uh, Lineker, hands of stone, number 10, 18, 2 and, of co- uh, 2 and 0. And, of course, the UFC is not showing Rob Font's record. 
uh, at number 12. Um, sorry, DJ Tony, I'll get to your text messages in just one second. I'm pulling up Rob Font's record. 16-4. and four. Thank you very much. All right, so let's throw to you, Pammy, in the co-main yeah, event of <laughs> UFC one, Fight Night 154. What you got going on here? All righty, Rob Font and John Lineker. I did not realize John Lineker was that small. 5'3 and 5'8. Uh, Rob Font has the reach advantage with 71.5 versus 67. Um, Lineker, 14 KOs, 4 subs, 12 decisions, and one other. I don't know what the other is. Um, so uh, Rob Font, 16 and 4. Lineker, 31 and 9. Lineker, uh, boxing Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu. He's a brown belt. Uh, Rob Font is Jiu Jitsu Muay Thai. Um, keep in mind that, that uh, Lineker was pulled off the last fight due to a rib injury, so how healthy is he? I think, first of all, I think this was a very hastily put together card. These guys fought each other in 2016. I, I think right now Rob Bond is probably the fresher fighter. I've got him winning by decision. Okay, so Pam is going with Font by decision. DJ Tony, let's throw to you. Get your pick real quick because we want to move through this one quickly. You know what? I agree with uh, with Pam only okay. because of John Lineker. He's he's hot or cold, right? I mean, and and Lineker, listen, I, say what you want to say about him. He can't make 125. Does make the bantamweight, but man, this guy is either hit or miss, literally, right? Either he's going to knock you out or mm-hmm. he's going to lose. Wow. I'm picking Rob Font because he's got the length. <laughs> No, I mean literally. That's that's what he does. Right? I got I mean, it. He, I got it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going with with Rob Font. The um, I don't think he can submit him because he doesn't have a neck. So I'm going Rob Font via decision. <laughs> All right. So that's two decisions for Rob Font. Um, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to take Lineker. Uh, I think that the moniker of Hands of Stone, um, you know. It weighs in, and he's always dangerous. I think that Font is going to have uh, some success, but I think Lineker is going to be able to get it done. I'm taking it late uh, in the fight. I'm going to take third-round TKO. Marco, what do you got? I don't know what, what fast of John Lineker you've been watching, but Lineker is really good at corralling people against the cage, body shots, and then hunting the head and knocking people out. He doesn't TKO you. Yeah. He takes you out. And uh, Rob Font is good, but he's not as good a striker as Lineker is. And if Lineker is going to be, he's always a pressure fighter. He's going to go forward. Rob Font is not known as a go-forward fighter. He's a back foot striker. He's going to corral against the cage, and Lineker is going to do what does to all the guys that keep in against the cage. Body shot, body shot, uh, left hook, right hook, and Rob Font is going to hit the dirt early on the second round. Give me Lineker by knockout. All right. So, Marco, going second round KO. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, the, the reason I said TKO, Marco, is only because I think that there's going to be an extra shot on the end of it. I think Lineker's the power is definitely going to be there, and we're going to see that. Okay, guys, let's move right along um, to the other uh, MMA promotion that is putting out a show this weekend. Bellator, London. Pardon? I'm I didn't understand what you said, so I apologize. I'm going to move along. I say on uh, tape go... delay. On tape delay. Yeah, of course. 
but that's what that's what they do. I mean, they're I don't know why they do it, Marco, but that's what they do. Anyways, so let's move right along. <laughs> Bellator London, Musashi versus Lovato Jr. Um, DJ Tony, let's start with you. This is uh, Gegard Musashi, of course, defending his middleweight world title against you know a, a, a fairly aggressive fella in uh, Rafael Lovato Jr. Of course, uh, the champion Musashi with a record of 45-6-2 against Lovato with a 9-0-0 record. Um, Musashi uh, 6-1 and Rafael Lovato at 6-3. Both, of course, weighing at 165 pounds. Of course, this is on European soil. Well, not technically since Brexit, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so what do you got here, DJ Tony? Do you think the uh, European uh, Gegard Mousasi will have luck defending his title? Remember, they're 185, right, uh, middleweight. Um, here's, what did I say? What did I you say? know what? 165. Uh, well, that's which is the division that we all want. It. That's, that's me. That's we amazing. all want incorrect words. I apologize. No, Thank we you. all want it. We all want the 165 division, except for Dana. Um, you know what? I think it's a shame that this is on tape delay. This is a damn good fight, guys. And Alex, actually, I think it's very reminiscent of the fight that we just saw with Hori versus um, the non-Gracie Gracie. But I, I think the same thing is going to happen. I think one of the best fighters that is not the best fighter that Bellator has ever signed off the UFC roster is Gegard Mousasi. I think Gegard Mousasi is going to finish Rafael Lovato Jr. And not because Rafael, Rafael, I don't know, why am I calling him? I'm trying to make him Brazilian when he's Cuban. Rafael Lovato Jr. is a good fighter, guys. His Brazilian jiu-jitsu game is out of this world. Gegard's a fantastic striker. Perhaps, if not the best Bellator fighter right now on the roster, the second best. Um, with uh, uh, Lima being number one. I'm going Gegard Mousasi, second-round TKO. Um, let's say second-round knee uh, KO over Rafael Lovato Jr. Yeah, okay. I, I just I, One thing I had to say uh, with what you said is I think Gegard is very, very talented on the ground as well. I mean, you want to give ha- uh, Rafael Lovato Jr. the, the – the advantage on the ground. I don't know if he has that there. Uh, just like Marco was saying, as you mentioned, like Hori McDonald last, uh, last week. And of course, Hori, uh, we'll get to that, but proved very strong on the ground. Um, I'm also going to go with uh gay guard here. I, I don't, again, the same thing with the previous fight. I don't think that Musasi has given me uh, any reason to bet against him on this one. I think Hoff, uh, Rafael, Lovato Jr. You got me doing it too, Tony. Um, is is game? He's a game competitor, and he's <laughs> who he should be. Who uh, Gegard Mousasi should be fighting next? It, that's 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 the way it, the cookie crumbles in Bellator. Um, so I think this is going to be a great fight, but I don't think it's going to go five rounds. I, I have this one. Uh, I, I'm leaning towards the fourth round. And I have uh, it leaning towards submission by Mousasi. Um, uh, Marco, let's go ahead and throw it to you, and then we'll throw it to Pam to, to uh, close this Bellator card out. What you got going on here, Marco? Uh, before I start, what is that, Lovato? You just record again? 9-0-0. Oh, oh. Okay, against a fighter that got, what, 45 wins of his career? Okay, exactly. Come on, guys. There is levels to this shit. 
I mean, Lovato Jr., <laughs> uh, the only reason they gave Lovato Jr. to Musashi because the middleweight division on Bellator got absolute death. They, they got no one to throw to, to Musashi. Uh, I mean, he cannot, he cannot fight uh, Cavallo like, over and over and over again. And, you know, they had to pick up Rory to go up and wait to freaking face Musashi because they got nobody at middleweight. <laughs> they got nobody at middleweight. Musashi should mop the floor with Lovato Jr. Lovato Jr. is getting his fight way too early in his MMA career, uh, and he's going to get exposed. Uh, and you saw, you think that, uh, that, that there was a mismatch with Rory McDonald, Rory McDonald being a freaking accomplished fighter himself? This is going to be a wipeout. Uh, TKO, the, the Agrana Pouch strikes on the second round, and it's going to be ugly. Give me Musashi. Okay. Okay, Pammy, um, mm-hmm. just to back up, back up what Marco has just said, the odds makers are actually saying that I, pretty much the same thing. Musasi uh, coming in at a minus 550 against uh, Rafael Lovato Jr. at a plus 400. That's, again, from five dimes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Pammy, what you got going on here? You've got the Gracie curse going on here, 9-0. and oh, It's going to be... Um, that O is going to go uh, nine and one. Gayard Musasi with the first round TKO. All right, first round TKO. Wow. All right. Yep. I like it. I like it. That's uh, that's getting the the show done and dusted. Maybe they won't have to uh, put it on tape delay for too much longer if uh, we get it right. done and dusted that fast. I tell you what. Now, um, I wanted to go ahead and welcome our UK fans. Uh, and listeners to um, the pay-per-view era. I just did hear that uh, the UK will now have to pay for any pay-per-views um, coming forward in, oh, from wow. the UFC. Not so much, not so much from Bellator or anything like that. But we were just talking about the UK series or the the, the European series that uh, Bellator is conducting. Um, so yeah, stew on that, ladies and gentlemen. All right, guys. So let's go. Yeah. About freaking time because we have to pay. Why shouldn't they? <laughs> hey, the son, I I pay for the streaming service for get my show live, and you're gonna give it to me a tape delay? What the fuck, man? Yeah, the USC got no no problems of showing us a freaking cut in, in the morning that come from Europe or from Asia, and we still watch it, you know. Why they delay? Show us live, and then we can go into the archives and we want to watch it later. Then the son, Bellator, muffles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think that there's a lot of uh, griping that can go on uh, with regards to MMA uh, right now um, with the new uh, uh, announcements that the UFC has made. Uh, well, we won't get into that right now, guys, because I want to do a little bit of MMA Rewind. Marco, hit that sound bite. Rewind. <laughs> thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Or thank you, Marco. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go back to last week and to recover Bellator 222. As Marco mentioned, Bellator Triple deuces. Okay, guys. Um, so I just wanted to say, first of all, it wasn't even close. Uh, Proteus took this one down uh, by landslide. So we'll just move on from that. Congratulations to me. 
Um, but let's start at the main event. <laughs> we let you win. Yeah, That's all right. Not only did my country win the championship in basketball, but I also brought down the championship for Bellator 222. No, no. I did. I did. We we felt bad for you because you have to claim Drake. (laughs) No, I'm not claiming Drake for anything. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) All right, so let's move to the main event. Uh, Corey McDonald uh, took on Neiman Gracie. And uh, as I had mentioned in my picks, you know, brought it to a, a decision win. Uh, but, Marco, let's go ahead and start with you. We'll go throw back to you because this was the welterweight um, World Grand Prix semifinals. And, of course, we're going to see a rematch in the finals. So let's throw to you and get your, your thoughts on the fight itself and then what do you think about uh, the rematch coming down the pipe? Yeah, this guy is not falling, man. I mean, Brody looked look good. Uh all the people that are complaining that, oh, no, he doesn't have it. He cannot fight anymore. I mean, he looked like like Rory does, man. He got a weird fight against Fitch, so what? He still kick and punch uh, Fitch. He still kick and yeah. punch Neymar. He, it, it, interesting exchanges in the ground. I mean, Neymar Gracie, he looked promising. I mean, he got to get more polish, uh, and he gave Rory a fight, you know? He, he, he didn't get run over. So that that's a good thing, and uh, yep. a lot of people are saying the real test is going to be against Douglas Lima, Douglas Lima, this, Douglas Lima, that. We all the, people are forgetting that the first time they played each other, Rory McDonald beat Douglas Lima, and uh, right. I'm not going to make any prediction right now, but let's not forget that Rory McDonald beat Douglas Lima the first time. It's going to be an entertaining fight. It's, it's, it's probably what Bellator wanted, at what he expected. The two best welterweights facing each other on the on the Grand Prix, let's not do it in September because, you know, Rory needs to rest and he expressed as much. Let's do it in November, you know. Let, let the guy rest. Let the guy heal up. Let the guy get a little bit of the hunger back. And, uh, I mean, uh, I mean the, the tournament went as, as as good as it could have gone, you know. You saw, you saw MVP and Daly do their thing. And uh, then uh, Lima, you know, MVP, and people were celebrating. And we saw Rory McDonald going to, to a little bit of trial and tribulations, but we got what we got. Good fight. Brody looked good. He fought very technical like he always had. And now we, with the real test, we'll see. We'll be in the finals. So that's what I have to say. Yeah, I think you're correct here. I think that Neiman Gracie was definitely lucky or, you know, had the great fortune of making it to uh, the semifinals. I think, Marco, you're absolutely 100% correct. It, you know, this is probably – the best fight for Bellator um, to have it at the conclusion of uh, the World Grand Prix of the welterweight division because the first fight between Lima and Rory McDonald was so good. Um, And let's hope we have another fight like that in the future. Uh, Great fight by Rory. I thought, uh, Pammy, that um, Mm -hmm. we didn't really see a lot of what we saw against Fitch, but I just think, as Marco mentioned, Pammy, that, you know, Fitch is a, t- a tough fight. And uh, maybe, you know, just it, both guys' talents just kind of um, negated the other guy's uh, ability to look good. And I thought he, uh, Rory McDonald, as Marco mentioned last week, you know, was going to be able to get out of uh, Gracie's ground game. And he, and he did, Pammy. He got out of it. Mm-hmm. So what did you think about this fight? <clears throat> I mean, I thought it was a good fight. What people tend to forget is – 
Uh, Rory is a very technical fighter. I mean, very technical fighter. So, and, and you know what? And and if you think about it, I mean, the brawls that he's been in, and he's been into. I mean, who can forget him and Robbie Lawler? Why would you want to do that to yourself again? You, you know what I'm saying? Um, long story short, he makes his house payment. He's doing good. Right. Um, I was reading an article or little story about. Um, Gegard Mousasi saying that he wasn't interested in fighting Rory again, that he would rather fight uh, Douglas Lima because he felt that that's what the people wanted to see. He said it, ha- it held no interest for him. But, well, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I think um, Lima and Rory, it's going to be a good fight. Yeah, you know, no, absolutely. Can... And... Go ahead. Oh, because if people just complain because they, they have nothing else to do. I mean, it's a good fight. What can you say? I got a commentary on that. Why is freaking mm-hmm. Musashi punching down to the 170s instead of punching up and calling out Ryan Bader? He used to fight a light wow. heavyweight. He used to fight a light heavyweight on a strength board. Wow. It's not that like he cannot make the weight. Why is he punching down? Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying. I don't well, know. I think, um, it's, it's... I, I think he said because he already did what he needed to do to Ryan Bader, and I think guess he wants, like, fresh meat. They, I don't know. they never fought. They never fought. Ryan Bader and Gekka Musashi never fought. Never. And, and if you put Ryan Bader against Kega Musashi, at this point I'm picking Ryan Bader the way he's been looking lately. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Hmm. Absolutely. And, and that, that's, that's something that, you know, Bellator has the ability to put together, right, Pammy? I mean, that kind of yep. fight is like, it just, it, just even Musashi calling out uh, and, and saying that he would like to fight, that, you know, uh, Lima. I mean, that would be an interesting fight as well. But Ryan Bader, like you said, Marco, also very interesting fight. Uh, DJ Tony, uh, let's go ahead and get your thoughts on this one because you were the only fella that had the guts to go ahead and, and choose Gracie in this particular fight. So let's throw it to you. What do you got going on here, brother? I forgot to text you guys. I actually meant Horry McDonald all the way. For whatever reason, I got the last names mixed up. No? You guys aren't falling for it? Okay. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, guys... Listen, I you guys know I'm a huge Horry McDonald fan. Huge, better. Yeah. Um, I think he's a better person right. than he is a fighter, and and I think he's a no. Well, I actually am a big Horry McDonald fan, um, but I think he's a better person than he is a fighter, and he's a tremendous fighter. Or at least he was. Um, guys, I I think every every person, every fighter, regardless of what fight it is, I think they only have so many fights in them, um, and I mean not only physically, but I mean mentally. I know that Marco said the sky isn't falling. I know that everyone is saying something different right now. At least a lot of people are. I still don't think that's the same. Um, Horry McDonald. No. Uh, congrats to Horry McDonald because he's he's. I just think he's amazing. But mm-hmm. I think I think Diego Lima is one hell of Douglas Lima. Sorry, is one hell of a fighter. It'll be interesting to, to see what happens. But um, you know, shout out to Horry. I think as great of a fighter he is, I think he's an even better person. So shout out to Ori. Yeah, again, I just as you said. Sorry, you still didn't tell me anything no, about the, the fight against the Gracie, dude. What do you think about the fight, Tony? Well, here, here, here's what I, I, I thought. I thought Gracie actually did a lot better than I thought he did. Um, if you look at my tweets, and I, I was tweeting would, along yeah. the entire the, the entire fight. I, I, I think fake Gracie, because his last name isn't Gracie. Um, I, I, think, I, I think Gracie 
hit harder than, than Horry. I think Horry is still stuck in that whole old-time stance of heavy front leg, and I think we saw that. Unfortunately, I think what we're going to see is Diego Lima hitting that front leg. Horry, like Pam said, he's very technical. I think Horry fought with grit, toughness, and everything else. Um, but he, I think the same thing happened, guys. I think what we're going to see is a more experienced fighter in, uh, that we saw, Horry, over, like Mustasi, but, you know, Hori was the better man. There's no doubt about it, Marco. You're, you were absolutely right. I actually counted Hori out a little too early. Yeah, and I think that uh, the game plan against Rory McDonald's for Douglas Lima doesn't change. I mean, we saw that in the first fight that, you know, it, he picked apart the legs and just Rory McDonald was able to, uh, you know, last through that pain and, and take Lima down and, and get the fight where he needed to get it. So, again, very, very interesting fight moving forward into the final round of the welterweight Grand Prix in Bellator. So let's go ahead and move to the co-main event. Uh, on this particular fight, uh, Bellator deuces, triple deuces. And I don't I, – I, I, I had to say quickly here at the top that, you know, me, I think myself and Marco were kind of – uh, and maybe Pam as well, calling for uh, the end of Chael Sonnen's career um, in MMA. I just I didn't need to see this fight, and I thought that Leona Machida uh, with perhaps DJ Tony, the um, help of uh, non-onit supplements in Bellator, uh, had his way with Chael Sonnen, as we expected. Uh, what are your thoughts on this fight? Yeah, what are your thoughts on this fight, uh, DJ Tony? You know, I, I, I said I said all along that this was going to happen, right? I mean, I'm a big Lyoto Machida fan, as you know. Actually, I'm a really huge karate fan, but I'm, I'm starting to think that's not really the way to go. Listen, Marco said this no. best on the last show. You know, this is a fight we wanted to see in in 2009, right? Marco said that, right? And yeah. I, I agree with yeah. it. I, I, I didn't think this was a fight that anyone wanted to see. I certainly didn't want to see it. Lyoto looked great, man. So shout out to Lyoto. Um, what can you say a, a, about Chael Sonnen? I think he should have retired quite a few number of fights before, but, uh, you know, he, he brings and the he show and shout out to him for already. his career. Yeah. Well, sometimes not by choice. Right. But, um, you know, shout out uh, to uh, Chael who had the best career that he could have with, uh, and I say this with, 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 uh, a smile cause I, he's more talented than I will ever be, but with very limited talent, um, in terms of the MMA game, he actually, not wrestling, MMA, he actually almost became a champ. So shout out to Chael and Lyoto. Keep fighting um, until you can any longer. Yeah, and I think uh, just to carry on with what you just said, uh, DJ Tony, that, you know, we have to give props to Chael Sonnen. You know, he's the only person that can report on not only Bellator, but also on the UFC, uh, on ESPN. So um, he has put himself in the correct place. I do not have to like him or care about what he does, but I have to give him the props just like I have to give Conor McGregor the props uh, for his uh, work in his career. Um, so, Marco, we, we we were talking about what you had to say, and, of course, you were the only one who picked uh, Chael Sonnen in this particular fight, so I want you to defend yourself. Brother. I don't have to defend myself. It was expected for Leota to win the fight, and I... I acknowledge as much on my pick. I wanted Chelsea to win just because it would be interesting 
ina kola turaya mbele yes what the pertain mbali ah liodo digwa liodo as elusive you know make it difficult for chet to close the gap they caught it with that first knee in the first round and then the second round need him again and, and close the show uh you know what we're getting the Lioto Machida Ryan Bader rematch that you know on the first outing uh, Lioto knocked out Ryan Bader but uh, I expect the second round to be a little bit different the second fight to be a little bit yeah. different but we'll discuss that when the fight comes up comes up uh Chen man uh look whatever you want to say about the guy he, that was a guy that put himself in a position to fight for five five times for a championship twice on the WEC and three times on the USC. And the one time that he won the fight, he couldn't get the belt because Paulo Filo missed weight. So he should have been the legitimate WEC like heavyweight champion, but Paulo Filo screwed him by missing weight. But uh, what can you say about the guy? I mean, the, the, the guy defied an era. He's a, a little bit of a pioneer. He's been fighting since 1997. I mean, he's one of the original guys from Team Quest for crying out loud. Uh, if you want to go to his PD history, he said it best. He wasn't uh, the, 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 the worst PD uh, guy ever. He was the best at it because his contemporaries, contemporaries, the guys that he fought, John Jones, Anderson Silva, Nate Marquardt, Leoto Machida, freaking uh, Paulo Filo, they all tested positive for PDs too. So, yeah, he is just better at it. You know, he was the best at it, like he said it on one of his Twitter runs. And the guy defined era. He he taught other fighters how to promote themselves, how to promote a fight. Uh, he by by hook or by crook became a millionaire. The guy that's a successful uh, podcaster, YouTuber, ESPN broadcaster, and a freaking Bellator uh, uh, commentator. So love it or hate it, you gotta love the hustle. The hustle of the guy is unbelievable. You know he provides for his family. Whether we like him or not, or whether he was talented or not, the guy, freaking, uh, he showed up to fight, and uh, he made us care about the fight. He he promoted the, he promoted fight so much, fight so much that we just wanted to see if he was gonna be able to pull it up and win, or if he was gonna get his ass kicked. But we still showed up and watched. So, Chelsea is still gonna be in the MMA space, you know, because he's gonna commentate, he's gonna analyze, and he's gonna be probably back on the faults of the UFC because now that his Bellator contract is over, it will be interesting to see the UFC bring him out to become the co-promoter when, when Dana doesn't want to travel to Australia or China to promote a fight, they send Chelsea to the, 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 you know, the, the whole circus uh, barking and stuff. But uh, it, entertaining, he, he was the fighter, and, uh, especially on the promotion part. And he gave us some interesting fights too. Let's, let's not read, uh, like, like, too dull not to realize that the first Anderson Silva fight was awesome. Anderson Silva had to send him a bouquet of flowers because he became a millionaire after the freaking Chelsona saga. And we started caring about Anderson Silva after that fight. Not before. We recognized that. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are following his blueprint and they're making money out of it. Tammy? Mm-hmm. Oh, Somebody so funny because Tony and I were on the phone. Yeah, Tony and I were actually on the phone, and I said, I bet you he retires. And Tony's like, no, nah, I don't think so. And then he sure did. Oh, good for him. I'm glad he did. You know, um, he's got, you know, young kids. Yeah, good for him. He's got a great job. Um, I had said something, and it's so funny because Jimmy Smith commented on it, and I said I, I would think that you would, as a as a commentator, that you, want, you wouldn't want to be concussed while you were 
doing your your commentating, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's so, that's so, true. So good for him. Yeah, I mean, good for Lyoto Machida, good for Chael Sonnen. Uh, I mean, again, it's, it's the guys who are on the older side of things should just, you know, ride off into the sunset and, and take as little damage as they need to. And uh, I think that uh, Chael in the second round after he got that second uh, knee, Marco, as you mentioned, uh, was ready for for uh, to talk to Ariel Hawani again. Let's just put it that way. All right, guys. Uh, uh, I wanted to get into... One more thing about uh, this subject. Uh, you know, Leoto is 42. He looks physically great. I, yeah. I wonder what is his... What supplement company is he choosing to get his nutrition source and point? Oh, my goodness, Leoto. I mean, let's not... Let's call a spade a spade, right? I mean you can tell the difference between the bodies in the UFC and you can tell the difference between the bodies in the U- in Bellator. So we need to get out of here for tonight. So, uh, uh Pam, hey, if you've um, got any, if you've got any yeah. guilty pleasures or if you've got a Twitter follow of the week, I know you're going to Vegas in, uh, two weeks. So, uh, what do you got going on? Well, real quick. Um, uh, we forgot to mention Clay Gwee to get nominated into the hall of fame. That's kind of fun. And, um, my guilty pleasure has been it's a show and actually binged on it because I missed so much of it. Animal Kingdom. I don't know if y'all have seen that. That's pretty freaking cool. Animal Kingdom. I've not. All right. Thank you very much, Pammy. Pretty good. All right. uh, DJ Tony, if you've got a guilty pleasure, if you've got a Twitter follower of the week, why don't you go ahead and give that to us now? You know, you guys are going to think I'm crazy here, but my guilty pleasure that I've been watching as I'm depressed about the Mighty Warriors First Take. So shout out to ESPN's First Take. I actually dig that show, so shout out to that. Follow, of course, Andrea KGB Lee. I was telling Proteus this. He reminds me of Valentina Shevchenko in, uh, in just in terms of great kickboxing. Pretty good jiu-jitsu. I don't think she's as... I don't think she's anywhere near where Valentina is right now, but she is top 10, so shout out to Andrea KGB Lee. Boy, I'm signing out the wrong fighter. Andrea Lee, shout out. Hey, real All right, quick, thank um, you very did much. anybody catch the uh, contender series last But we'll, maybe we'll talk about that in the future because uh, we just don't have time to talk about it right now. Um, I don't have um, anything for you guys today, this week. I just want, that's what I wanted to shout out was the Apex uh, announcement, um, just because we did not mention it on this show, and I think it's relevant to at least mention it. Um, Marco, why don't you go ahead and give us your guilty pleasure or your Twitter follow of the week and get us out of here for this week, please. So, I've been benching on the podcast, podcast called The Box of Oli. Jethro and Kat are a husband and wife that are Every, every Monday and Thursday, they, they share his, his stories with each other. They, they don't tell us the story they're going to share. And then weird historical tales or, or, or stuff that is just... Uh, like, imagine, like, replay, believe it or not, but on podcast. That is, like, the feel of it. They're super funny. It's a podcast that has grown exponentially. Jimmy Kimmel gave, gave it a five-star. Yeah, they Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, so check out the box of others on, on iTunes, man. It's a really good podcast. It's funny. They get a uh, good interest. They're weird and quirky. And uh, the, the stories that, that they do, their work research, and they're really, really interesting, too. The box of others. Uh, follow Toro and Yetoni. Follow Producer and Produce. Follow Pana Pandora Box. Follow me and Maldo Marco. Follow the show at another MMA cast. 
Redan reviewas da kohet me njësi reviewas Me njëte të kliks Kiva të five stars Kjerë pa të podcast Kjerë a friend to a friend Of a friend to freaking a Listen to us You can like me me You know Kiva të follow Five this weekend Bela toron tape delay Motherfuckers And then USC USC from South Carolina With a Korean zombie and a Renato Moicano on ESPN Plus and a Prelims on ESPN2. We better leave you guys. Catch you guys next week. Enjoy the fight. And just like that, Pammy, we're out of here. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers.